The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's meeting of Chauncey's Great Outdoors Lodge here on our radio program. On this week's program, we're going to have a far-reaching program, and I really mean that, a far-reaching program. (laughs) First, we're going to hear from two young female anglers who were in the state high school bass fishing championship on Caddo Lake in Louisiana. Uh, We're going to be speaking with Alexis Virgilito and Taylor Baycott. These two young ladies competed against 103 schools and approximately 119 boats of competitors, which was made up of all male teams, a few mixed male female teams. But Alexis and Taylor are both freshmen at the Parkway High School in Bouger, Louisiana. And guess what? They were the only all female team, and they just crushed the competitors they had a five fish limit of almost 31 pounds of fish total they even lost a big one right at the boat and that would have put them well over 31 pounds don't ever say girls can't compete because you know what they'll prove you wrong every day Alexis and Taylor showed that they are really great anglers uh, they, they had to get help to carry the load of fish up to the way station from other anglers because the fish and the water, it was an absolutely unbelievable thing. And they've received so much national recognition for this great event. I have to congratulate them. And I'm very glad and proud that we're part of that event. Okay. Then a member of the Chauncey's Great Outdoors pro staff. That's right. He's our hunting pro staffer. Mike Reynolds will be talking about turkey hunting. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Turkey hunting. That begins next week here in Illinois and many other states. He might even tell some stories of the turkey blind, which has me a little bit nervous because you never know what Mike is going to talk about. But we're going to hear from Mike Reynolds. Then in the last segment... We're going to have the Aiden Fishing Report and some other outdoor information all for you where on your favorite great outdoor show, Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Okay, so sit back. 
pour yourself a cup of coffee, maybe some soda, whatever time. If you're working night shift, I don't know, you know, you could be having dinner right now. If you're first getting up in the morning, double shot of coffee. That'll get you going. Okay, remember, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Chauncey here, calling all fishermen. On Saturday, April 30th, the Braidwood Station will host the 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament with a guaranteed purse of $10,000. Since 2002, we have raised over $700,000 for charity, and I will be the master of ceremony that day. And we know that fishermen have big hearts to help others, and there's no better way to do it than the fish, the Braidwood Station 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament. To get your registration form, go to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook or email me at Chauncey's with an S, outdoors with an S, at AOL.com, and we'll email it right back to you. Waterworks is ready to get you on the water this spring with a 2022 Lund or low boat powered by a Mercury outboard. But they also have fun certified used boats that are in great shape. Need to repower? Try a new fuel-efficient Mercury outboard and your boat will feel like it's brand new. Waterworks has everything for your boating fun. You can order and have it shipped to you from parts, accessories, oil, or a new Mercury outboard. Waterworks has everything you need to be ready to go. Just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course! Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708 798 9700. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Lazy yellow moon coming up to tonight, shining through the trees. Crickets hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And once again, we are expanding our knowledge and understanding and listenership and a little bit of everything else. And we've taken a little ride down to Shreveport, Louisiana, which is in the northwest corner of Louisiana, uh, real close to the Texas border, not far from Oklahoma and stuff. But it's got, as a matter of fact, there was a Bassmaster Classic there a number of years ago that I was at, and we did our show from there. But right now we've got two young female anglers, uh, Alexis Virgilito and Taylor Baycott, who I want to say welcome to the show, girls. Good to hear you. Thank you. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. And the reason I have them on the program is they were recently in a fishing competition. They're part of their high school fishing team, the Parkway High Fishing Team, and they were fishing Caddo Lake, that's C-A-D-D-O, Caddo Lake. Alexis, how many schools did you think were part of this? Probably about 120. About 120 schools. Each school basically had one to maybe one and and an extra team in there. So there was probably a good number of uh, teams that were fishing, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, Taylor, let me ask you this question. So you're out there, you're on, you know, Caddo Lake, and you're fishing against, you know, 120 plus teams and this is kind of a a mixed group it's not just it's not an all-girls uh tournament correct yes sir what we were there you know there were boys on the other teams and stuff or how how did that work out it was i mean anybody can join you can have a whole girls team or just a boy and a girls team but it's mostly all boys Mm -hmm. that were fishing okay okay so it was so there was mix and stuff except except there was one team that was all girls, correct? Yes, sir. I wonder who that was. It was you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It was you guys. These girls fished against all of these boys, all of a couple of mixed teams, everything else and who won the tournament? We did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys won this tournament. This is unbelievable. First of all, I am so proud of you two girls that won this tournament because, you know what, I've always said to people, I said, the fishing in a tournament, the fish makes everybody equal. You don't have to be the best basketball player. You don't have to be the best baseball player. You don't have to be the biggest football player. When you're fishing, the fish makes everybody equal, and that's what you yes, guys sir. did, right? Yes, sir. What was your total weight, Alexis? In the state tournament or this past one? No, in in the one that the, that you came in first place, the state tournament. Uh, thirty point three. 30.3 pounds of bass. Yes, yes sir. Holy mackerel! <laughs> 
let me ask Taylor. Taylor, were you able to, if she catches a fish, does the tournament allow you to be, the, uh, like, to net the fish, or does she have to net, grab the fish herself? Uh, you can net the fish. Like, your boat captain's allowed to net the fish. Okay, so your, your, your boat captain was the, what was that again? I said that's the only thing that they can really do is net the fish. Right, because they got to kind of. There's they can't really tell you how to do anything, can they? No, sir. They can't. No, they they really got. See, that's why I could never be a boat captain. <laughs> <laughs> I could never be a boat. I know. Captain. Yeah. I know. I know who's fighting the urge not to cast his pole out there after we were catching them all. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Wow. Now, were you guys using different baits? No, sir. Oh, both had the same bait on, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, what was that, Alexis? Uh, crankbait. What kind of crankbait? A square bill. A square bill. Was there a name on it? Was it a certain color? Um, black and chartreuse was the color of it. Ooh, that's my favorite black. Pla- I love black plastic worms with the chartreuse tail. Oh, yeah. yeah. That just says, come and get me. Come and get me. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's that's a good color. Black and chartreuse. When you girls are fishing, are you using spinning reels or are you using bait casters? Spinning rod. Uh, did you, Alexis, you're using a spinning rod? Yes, sir. And Taylor, are you using a spinning? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that's cool because I'm never that good with a bait caster anyway, so I like spinning reels. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, Same. when the first fish hit, who caught the first fish? I did. Uh, whose eye? Is that Alexis? Yes, sir. Okay. So you caught the first fish, and it was like, what was a good size one or what? It was about a Five and a half pounders, yeah, decent size. Five and a half pounder—that's good size. That's not decent. That's good. <laughs> you know, I just recently at the Red Crest tournament, the gentleman who won that tournament won it by catching a two-pound fish. Oh wow! Three hundred thousand dollars. Dang! That could pay a lot of stuff, including getting a car when you're 16 years old. <laughs> Yes, sir. True. Oh, that is so cool. And then, Taylor, when did you start catching fish? Uh, I caught, after Alexis caught her first fish, and then she caught, uh, I think, like, two more slot fish. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, then I caught a slot fish, and then I caught our, uh, I think it was our six-pounder. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wait a minute. You caught and a, then, you caught a six-pounder? Yes, sir. And then after that, I caught our biggest fish, which is the seven-pounder. Besides t- me sitting here with my mouth on the floor, <laughs> do you know there's there's several hundred thousand people listening to this, looking at their phone or the television or the radio, and they're going, did they just say this 14- and 15-year-old caught a seven-pounder, a five-pounder, and a four-pounder? Jeez. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and all of our fish were above... Five pounds. All of them were. Oh, all of them were above five. I didn't. Yeah, geez, I mean they were either five and above. Our smallest fish was five pounds and fifteen ounces. Yes, sir. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had like after throughout the day we already caught all of, like all of our five fish, and then we were just catching, we were just casting until we caught bigger, and we did. Yeah, so they call that culling, I think. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, we had. I had a like a, a fish bigger than my seven pounder come off at the boat and it had to have been about eight pounds. Yeah. Or eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I am sitting here in shock. I am I'm not that you can't do it, but I you know, you know, everybody, boys and girls, moms and dads that are listening to this program this morning, you know, we're talking with uh, Alexis Rigolito and Taylor Baycott, and they're from Shreveport, Louisiana. They were in a state of Louisiana high school fishing tournament, state championship tournament, and they their total weight, oh my god, you you had five fish for over thirty pounds, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Using a square bill, black and yellow crankbait, uh, and it, did you did you realize how good fishing you guys were doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, were you screaming and I would have been screaming and yelling driving the boat. <laughs> yeah, we were. That that's we were a, jumping in joy. You were jumping for yeah. I, I would say so. Okay, now you uh, so you're fishing for the day, you know, for your your allotted time limit. Now, did one of you mention there was a slot limit on the lake or no? Yes, sir. Yes, I think uh, Cato Lake is a slot lake, so I think I think I, don't, I can't remember the length that they have to be. Mm-hmm. It was like I, I can't think remember. I think if it's if it's fourteen inches and under, mm-hmm. it's a slot fish. Oh, it's yeah. a slot fish. Well, so we had, I mean, many, many of the people that were fishing on Cato had problems, but not being able to weigh in because of the slot fish. So, wow, wow. I'm so just, I mean, on Cato, it's kind of hard for you to catch big fish because it's known as a slot lake. Yeah. Yeah, but those people weren't in your boat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So, Okay, Taylor, let me ask you, what, what area were you fishing? Was it a, a falling down trees? Was it just a flat? Was it a deep spot? What were you? Do, do you remember where you were fishing? What was it like underneath the boat or around the boat? I mean, it was really kind of the open area by trees. It wasn't any, any other place special. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean. <laughs> Alexis, were you fishing? You, you're having the same success in those same areas? Yes, sir. Wow. And then, well, let me ask you this question. Your boat driver pulls up to the dock, right? Yes, sir. Yes, now, sir. You, they give you a bag to put your fish in, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And you start pulling these five-pound and up bass out of, this, out of your live well. Were the people on the pier, the dock, about grabbing their chests and hitting the ground? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All of our team was surrounded us, like, oh, my gosh, there is no way. They, they were on our boat, and they were recording. Oh, my gosh. And then, it, like, what made it even more funnier was whenever we, we didn't just have one bag. We had two bags because the fish were so big. Mm-hmm. We couldn't fit them all. We couldn't fit all five in one bag. I, I know professional anglers, and I am not exaggerating. I, you know, people like Kevin Van Dam, Jonathan Van Dam, Skeet Reese, uh, Ish Monroe, uh, and the names can I, we can just go on and on. I know all the, the a lot of the the anglers. I mean, they're listening to this, going, "What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is absolutely fantastic!" So then you you take the fish. You know, everybody's going, ah, and, and you're cheering, and your teammates are jumping up and down. Your your mom and uh, other relatives are probably, if they came to the tournament, they're probably just standing there in shock, I would think, right? Yes, sir. What, what, now, what happened next after you loaded the fish into the bags? 
we had a, a both carry. Oh, we had to have help carrying us back up to the stage. But uh, it was just like everybody looking at us. That's what it all was. It was just like I feel like we were being watched. Yeah, all eyes were on you two girls, weren't they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, they may have been on the fish too, but that's okay. Um, so you get <laughs> you get up to the spot where they pour you know pour the water out to put the fish on the scales, right? Yes, sir. And what happens next? They they um check to see if it's the appropriate length, and then after that, we just wait our turn until it's our turn to go on stage. Which they didn't even have to check it, but no, <laughs> yeah, they knew they were all over. <laughs> I love it. They didn't even have to check it. They they looked at it and said, yeah, you guys are good. Um, yeah, sir. So you get up on stage. What happens next? Then they start asking us, you know, how was our day? What, what was it like? Them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they waved them. And then they said the magic number. Yes. And then okay. whenever, like, the scale was going up, because the scale that we had on our boat, it was I think it was like 29. 29.1. Yeah. And it, it was not 29.91 because the scale went up and my mouth was like on the floor. I was like, we got my <laughs> horse. So. Wow. That's wow. when we realized that we won it. Yeah. That I, it, we didn't think that anybody else had anything bigger mm-hmm. than that. Now, no. after they, they weighed the fish and they broadcast the weight out there, did everybody scream and yell? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Now, okay, they, they scream and yell. Everybody's taking photos. You, you, I saw some photos on, on Facebook uh, of the, you holding the fish, which was just remarkable. Uh, yes, sir. Then they let you, you, you got off the stage, and you were not prepared for the whirlwind media because you have done, besides Chauncey's Great Outdoors, you know, today you have done TV interviews. You've done other radio interviews. Is that true? Yes, sir. Oh, and it's, like I said, now you know what those professional anglers feel like after they weigh their fish and everybody's... Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's cool. So when is your next tournament? April 9th. April 9th. And uh, do you think you're going to do do good hopefully. on that one? Cause hopefully, because right now we have, we're two, you know, because we won the state tournament and then we won another one, which was on Caddo. Mm-hmm. And then we have this one, which is on Cross Lake. So hopefully. Uh, well, you girls are going to have to keep me posted on how well you're doing, okay? Yes, sir. And we're going to have some fun with this. And I want to congratulate you, Alexis, and you, Taylor. And Thank you. I hope Thank ev- you. you're welcome. And I hope everybody at the Parkway High School in, in Shreveport, right? Bozier, actually. Um, where is it again? Bozier City. Oh, Bozier City, which is next door to Shreveport. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is Bozier City, which is right there. And I am sure that the school had some kind of a big announcement and everything else, didn't they? Yes, sir. That's so cool. Well, girls, you go catch some more fish and keep putting them on Facebook and keep t- making sure that I know about it because we're going to follow your fishing career because you're only freshmen and in four years, I can guarantee you, some college is going to call your mom and dad up and say, hey, we'd like to talk to you about having your kid come to my school on a college scholarship. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> be amazing. Okay. Is anybody uh, you would like to say thank you to before I let you go? All of our sponsors and everybody who gave us like our, this opportunity to talk on their shows or post us on their pages. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. Was that Alexis that was just talking? No, that was yeah. Taylor. Oh, that was Taylor. Okay, Alexis, okay. Is there, was there anybody that you wanted to say thank you to? Basically, like what Taylor said, all of our sponsors and all the people that were willing to do the interview, mm -hmm. and then our boat captain for taking us out there. Oh, you gotta you got to say his name, you know. It's important. Bradley Virgilito. What, what was his name again? Bradley Virgilito. Bradley Virgilito. Well, I want to say, Bradley, good job. Good job. <laughs> and I know it was a tough thing to keep your mouth quiet and not want to get up and help catch the fish. <laughs> yeah, he was jumping up and down in the back of the boat. Oh. I think he was probably more excited than we were. I, you know what? I would believe yeah. it. Well, girls, Alexis Taylor, thank you so much for coming on Trouncy's Great Outdoors. And please, uh, you know, you've got our our phone number and stuff, and you know how to get a hold of us through the uh, internet. Keep us posted yes, on how your fishing skills and your tournaments are doing. Okay. Yes, yes, sir. All right. Thanks you're, for having us. You're welcome. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, FISH ON! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Ah. Psst, psst. 
Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill boogie, you came. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and the phone is ringing. Wait a minute. That's not the phone. That's a turkey call. Oh. It's our good friend, Mr. Mike Reynolds. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Charles. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm doing well. I'm excited. Turkey season is around the corner. Um, we're we're not going to be hunting in the same area this year for the first week of turkey season. I'm going to be with the one, the only father of the great hunter, Abby Hayes, uh, Mr. Dan Hayes. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm only going to be laughing half of my side off. If you were with us, I'd be laughing both of the sides of my body off. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, our schedules didn't mesh this year. So you're going first season yeah. with Mr. Hayes, and I'm going fifth season with Mr. Hayes. Ah, maybe I should see if there's any permits open for the fifth season. <laughs> oh, I'll bet there would be. Yeah, we'll have some fun. But hey, you know, like I, you know, I've said about, about uh, smelt season a couple of weeks ago. You know, the swallows at Capistrano and the smelt fishermen around the lakefront. Well, heck, it's April, and Chauncey and Mike are going into the woods to do a little bit of turkey yakking. Yep. <sighs> what? Yes, we what? Are. A what? Week from today, we'll, a week from today, I'm guessing you will have your your turkey will be down a week from today because Hayes is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, turkey will be down. Uh, we'll be having coffee. Uh, uh, he doesn't know it, but I'm gonna bring some Weber's coffee cake, you know. And uh, yeah, and then we're gonna you know have a coffee. But by, by I figured nine fifteen we'll have coffee, and then we'll go out fishing. <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You get to go fishing with him? Yeah, this is a twofer. Oh, uh, you you. See, he must like you. I don't think he likes me. I just get to go for turkeys. Yeah. Although that's fine too. Yeah, turkeys and crappies. You know, how can you go wrong? Oh, that'd be awesome. I know. I'll bring. I'll bring you some home. I'll bring you some home. I appreciate it, Mike. Yeah, I have tried to explain to people what is it about turkey hunting that is just so totally consuming, totally grabbing uh, and to and the quote my friend dr patel chauncey i was correct turkey hunting 
is crack cocaine with feathers. I mean, it is just the most addictive thing I can do, you know, hunting. It definitely grabs you, that's for sure. The first time I went, way back in the early 90s, I wasn't really sure about this whole thing called turkey hunting because you could go to the store and get a butterball and it seemed a whole lot easier. But yeah. for me, the first time you hear a gobble before the sun rises, it just, it, it grabbed me, sucked me in, and that was the end of it. The, the first bird that I was able to, to kill was uh, just almost magical because he almost did what he was supposed to do if you watch videos and, and read the articles in the magazines. He came off the roost, strutted a little bit, and then walked in. He hung up a little bit far but he did pretty much what he was supposed to do. And mm -hmm. from that moment on, I was hooked. And, and don't get me wrong, you know me, Trump. I like duck hunting, I like goose hunting, I like deer hunting. I like to hunt, but if God said, you know what, I gotta, you gotta rein it in, you get to pick one, I, I wouldn't hesitate one bit. I would say, I wanna hear the gobbles in the morning, I wanna hear, I wanna see the sunrise, maybe see a turkey in the tree, silhouetted as the sun rises, that, that for me is what does it. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it is. And, you know, I've always tend to tell people that, you know, turkey hunting, it's the only, you know, we, we both love, we, I mean, I, I, I squirrel hunted, I, I, uh, duck hunt, I, I goose hunt with some of the best goose hunters on the face of the earth. Oh my God. You know, there, there are guys I've hunted with that can talk goose more than anything I know of. And, uh, the, the thing about turkey hunting is it's it's not that you're yelling, you know, making a call to the bird to just kind of get them to swing in into your decoys. You're honestly having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, if 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 you think about it, and most people don't realize it in in nature, the hen will yelp, the turkey the tom will gobble and they will kind of meet in the middle, but the hen more likely will go to the top. If you yelp and you convince that Tom to come and look for you, it's kind of going against nature. He's not programmed for that. He's supposed to sit and strut and look pretty and say, hello, ladies, mm -hmm. come get me. But if you get him to show up looking for you, whether you drop the hammer or not, you've already won. Yeah. And as years have gone by, I take way more pleasure in fooling him than actually shooting them I, I i it's just it's a chess game like you said you're having a conversation and, and you're trying to fool him into, into thinking you're actually a hen and he answers and, and comes into you you want yeah and then the other thing and you touched on it earlier abby is is one of the other reasons why it's really cool to be in a position that we are now we've been doing it for so long and we've gotten pretty good at it actually i mean i don't want to brag but I know my way around the woods, and I still learn every time, mm -hmm. but when you get a kid who's never heard a gobble in a blind, and they hear their, their first gobble, and their face just lights up like a Christmas tree, it brings the feeling of newness all back to me all over again. It's, it's an incredible feeling, and you know we're all about passing it on. Yeah. Whether yeah. you're fishing or you're hunting, we need to, to get the kids involved in it, and... It's really cool. And most kids, 
the first time they hear a gobble in the woods will will want to continue yeah. to pursue this. That's exactly it. Now, let me talk to you about, we have hunted in, <laughs> I don't think the, the thing we haven't hunted is a, is a hurricane yet. Uh, but we've, yeah. we've hunted in hot, cold, windy, blustery, warm day, cold day, uh, ice forming, uh, cedar trees exploding their pollen. That's when I learned I was not allergic to pollen because I came out from under a cedar tree completely white uh, from pollen. <laughs> I mean, it's just, we have hunted in everything. In the spring, like, I mean, you know, we're hitting into, birds should not be in winter flocks, that they call them. They should be separating out and the hens should be, you know, trying to make produce eggs and laying on hatches and stuff like that. But it's just that, are these, do we start with a simple call in the morning, just a yelp or, you know, something to get their attention? Well, you get their attention just to make them gobble, I guess. Right. The way I've done it, and there's no, you've heard me say this in my seminars for 20 years, John. There's no always, there's no never in the wild. Turkeys are going to do what turkeys are going to do. They say, you don't, or they won't go under a fence or over a fence or cross a stream or a lot of other. You and I have seen them do all of the things that they're not supposed to do. Right. They don't look at the videos. They don't read the articles. They do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. What works for me, you know I'm a huge fan of a tube call, and I'm a huge fan of a tube call because I can't run a mouth call. I've never been able to learn to do it. I have a very high palate. So my first call in the morning is either on a slate or on my tube call, a very, 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 let me say that again, very soft yelp. Now, when people in seminars, and you and I have talked about this in our seminars, when we're in a situation in a store and we do our tree yelp, it's barely audible in the store. But in the woods, it's extremely audible, especially if it's a calm morning. That little soft yelp tells the tom and tells other turkeys that I'm waking up and I'm a hen. And if things go right, that little soft yelp gets a thunderous gobble. Then you sit back and you enjoy the show. Because you don't need to make another call for quite a while. Now, there's guys that will call right away. I don't like having them gobble on the roost very much by my call. If they do it on their own, I sit there with a Cheshire cat smile because I love that. But I want them to know I'm there, and that's the end of it for the time being. Mm-hmm. And then we use putts and clucks and different things to, you know, just to kind of coax them in, you know. And you use that little, you know, hen yelp, you know. And uh, it's just, you, and it's not it's not rocket science. You got to practice at it, you know. And and like I said before, you know, over the years, Mike Reynolds has said I've gotten better because I'm not going 900 miles an hour. I've kind of calmed down. I, you know, yeah. use a box call and a slate call and a mouth call, and you know, make a few other noises out there. Uh, you know, I've been known to open up a package of cookies that crinkled the uh, the cellophane. I got oh. yelled at for. Uh. Well, me and Hayes still talk about that. But here's a, here's the thing that you, you, you kind of alluded to right at the beginning of your statement. A very, very good friend of mine, a man that I've worked for for 20, uh, 24 years, 23 years, something like that, 
a guy named Will Primos. Yeah. Some people out there may have heard of him. He owned Primos Hunting Calls. He told me one time in his wonderful Mississippi accent, Mike, patience kills more birds than any call I've ever made. And when I was young, I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm getting older, I understand that. When you find a spot that you're confident in, you sit and you wait and you call. And seven out of ten times, six out of seven out of ten times, a bird will come in if mm-hmm. you wait him out. And when we first started hunting, your biggest problem was you were going 240 continuously until you were napping. And then you went from <laughs> zero to 60, and then from 60 to zero in a heartbeat. Yes, I've been known to take a nap in the woods. <laughs> yes, he has. My brother tells a great story about that, and I'll let him tell it okay. one day on the air. That's right. We'll, we'll, we'll hear you from your brother. We need to... That's the the other thing that I like about it is when you get into the woods, the woods have no time. It's sunrise and sunset. That's the time. Yeah. So when you sit down, it, and it takes most of us a day or two or three to breathe, to relax, and to sit and let the woods come alive around you. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a Zen thing with me when when I get on my one farm, but you know the farm. Yeah. When I get on the one farm, that's my happy place. There's very few places on that farm where I don't look off into the distance and see nothing. Grass, trees, rocks. There's no sounds from traffic. There's no airplanes. There's no telephones. It's just it's it's just a, a, a marvelous place to be. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's cool, Mike. Well, Mike, uh, I'm going to wish you luck on your little excursion uh, for opening week, and I, I hope to have my success very early so I can have coffee, Weber's coffee cake after that, and then I'll go crappy fishing with Mr. Hayes. But <laughs> I hope you do well. I know Danny's got big plans for you. Um, he's got a bunch of birds located. Mm-hmm. He promised me that Abby didn't take the only one he's got. And <laughs> he's going to... He's going to run you all over the place, but as I've said in seminars before, you're a trooper. You you don't slow down. You you keep going. You march. You may not march as fast as some of us, but you march right along and, and you keep up. So um, I hope you do really well. I want pictures. I want stories. And we'll have and that. We'll have, we'll, we will have them all for you. And <laughs> Here's a little advice I'm going to give to you personally. Yeah. Spend this week going through your stuff. Yeah, and finding your turkey stuff specifically, <laughs> so we don't have. Well, though you'll have the whole trailer, so the bomb doesn't go off in the trailer like it did the last time you and I hunted together. <laughs> oh, uh, I only wish our, our the public listening to this can could see what happens at turkey camp. That's all I can oh, say. Oh, yeah. oh yes, Man, we're maybe better off. Yeah, it's true, Michael. Thank you so much. And you know what? Thanks for being a. a a friend of mine who I go out hunting and we got to do more fishing this year, but go out hunting with and, and teaching me that side of the the great outdoors that I wasn't exposed to until I, you know, became an adult. And, and thank you for everything you've, you've done for me. It's been my pleasure. Yeah. You needed some comic relief. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun, that's for sure. All right. Well, everybody, that's Mike Reynolds, my turkey hunting, hunting partner, and a few other things that we've gotten into. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show this morning, Mike. You're welcome, Chauncey. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey.
We know the outdoors. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, your Lund and Lowe Superstar, have once again been awarded the prestigious Mercury CSI Award for customer service above all other dealers in the area for the seventh year in a row. Call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said to call. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan. The two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Chauncey here, calling all fishermen. On Saturday, April 30th, the Braidwood Station will host the 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament with a guaranteed purse of $10,000. Since 2002, we have raised over $700,000 for charity, and I will be the master of ceremony that day. And we know that fishermen have big hearts to help others, and there's no better way to do it than the fish, the Braidwood Station 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament. To get your registration form, go to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook or email me at Chauncey's with an S, outdoors with an S, at AOL.com, and we'll email it right back to you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMedia at AOL.com. <laughs> Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza, 
on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at Exit 77 on Interstate 57. Catfish, boogie, 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 boogie. Catfish, boogie, 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 boogie. Woke up this morning about half past four. Who'd I see tiptoeing across my floor? My ever-loving baby with a rod in her hand. For the creek called Catfish Land She yelled at me and said Get up, son, come along with me And let's have some fun I grabbed my britches and a long cane pole Headed for the red-hot catfish hole Catfish boogie 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 Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you enjoyed today's show so far. It was really cool uh, talking to those two young uh, women anglers. I mean, just freshmen in high school, and they just beat all those teams. Alexis Vergolito and Taylor Badcock, unbelievable. They did such a good job. I'm very proud that, well, I I met Alexis's mom long time ago. <laughs> I was so happy that when I got that information about how well she did, it, it's really such a good thing. To beat out 119 other boats, can't go wrong with that at all. And then, of course, our good friend, Mr. Mike Reynolds, because he's out turkey hunting and I'm out turkey hunting this next week for a few days. So hopefully myself and Dan Hayes will be able to pick up a few birds here and there. But I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. But, you know, let's get into some outdoor news and information. First of all, this past week, uh, I was the master of ceremonies for the Illinois Conservation Foundation to help them raise money uh, at their big gala event, as they call it. And we're also there to honor John Burke Jr., Betty DeFord, and Brian Drendel. These are three people that are Illinoisans who are in the trenches, making the outdoors better. They're not, you know, making big donations and stuff like that or, you know, work for big, you know, companies. These are peep the salt of the earth people. And they, they, like I says, they were honored to be part of the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame. And I, I'm very honored that I was able to introduce them at the uh, online program that we had. It was really a cool thing. But you know what? The uh, Illinois Conservation Foundation can always use your help. And I really mean it. All you have to do is go to ilconservation.org, ilconservation.org, and sign up to be a member for only $35. And you know what? This is going to help out kids, single moms and families and veterans to get out into the outdoors so they can see the fun you and I have in the great outdoors. And that's such a very, very important thing. And I want you uh, to remember that because it's really, a, really a cool thing. Okay, uh, the Michigan, um, was it starting? Yeah, it just started this past Wednesday. I had to think of that for a second. Are tagging 3,000 walleyes across multiple Saginaw Bay tributary rivers. Uh, these are little jaw tag so you're going to find them real quick if you catch a fish out that way and uh, if you do catch one anyone who's catching one of these they want you to report the following information using that tag return form at you can get at michigan.gov 
and then you go backslash eyes in the field. Isn't that a cool thing? Michigan.gov slash eyes in the field. You need to know what species, the length, the weight, uh, tag location, identification number. Uh, it's the larger of the two sets of numbers on the tags. Uh, tag return address, uh, for example, it's Michigan DNR MM-1 or something like that. And the capture date and location. It's really important to put that information on there so they can keep track of all the stuff that's going on with the walleye stocking. But at the end of this month, I'm serving as a doing my radio show from the parking lot of Braidwood South Ramp there for the Constellation Fishing for a Cure, and this is the benefit, the Advocate Children's Hospital. You know, we started this back in 2002, and we have raised over $700,000, over $700,000, and I'm so proud of the volunteers. I am just a small cog in this, but these volunteers have done so much to bring uh funds needed to the local charities and this is all going to happen on april 30th but you know what you need to sign up and come on out there okay that's really important by you know coming out there and having fun you could win the the top 10 prizes the cash pool is 10 grand first place is getting four thousand second place twenty five hundred third place is a thousand fourth fifth sixth finishers are going to get five hundred dollars seventh through tenth get two hundred and fifty and you know what that money's guaranteed by Constellation. Can't go wrong with that. So this way, we got we but we need to get as many people as possible that want to get out there and help cast you know for a cure, fishing for a cure, catching bass for a cure. We got to do it all because we want to make sure that we help out the children's hospital. And you know what? A kid should never be in a hospital sick. And when they are, they they get bored, they get rambunctious, they get irritated. And we have plans on bringing some electronic stuff to them that's going to make their stay so much better. So I want to thank Constellation and all the people there. They just do a super job. And once again, over $700,000 we have raised. And the acting vice president of the plant, Greg, I think his last name is Google, uh, it's G-U-G-L-E, Google. Uh, he's excited about having this program there. And you know what? I am too. And you know what? You can be too because you're helping a kid that's in the hospital to get out. Or if he's there for a longer period, his stay much better. Please, come on out. And if you want to get a form to get that, just send me a little note at Chauncey's Outdoors. That's Chauncey's with an S, Outdoors with an S at AOL.com, and we'll forward you all the uh, application and stuff to get your uh, check-in, and let's have some fun with it, okay? All right, let's get to the important things. Aiden Fishing Report. (laughs) Papa, thanks for all the stuff from my friends. Uh, She will like it. Dad, Sis, and I drove to Muskegon Pier. We saw guys catching a few steelhead and brown trout on spawn. We then went to the Grand Haven area to check out the boats. Oh, where our boat is stored. Sorry, Aiden. Uh... (laughs) And we went out to the pier, and the guys were catching a few brown trout and whitefish on spawn. The guys who had the whitefish said they taste real good. Maybe someday I can catch one. At the ramp, I met two guys putting their boat on the trailer, and they said yellow perch action was very slow. And then they asked me my name, and when I told them my name was Aiden, they said, Are you Aiden from Chauncey's Great Outdoors? Oh, that's cool. And I said, Yes. And they wanted a picture with me that my dad took for them. It was pretty cool. Do people take pictures of you, too? And he has a big question mark. <laughs> Allison's dad went to the Detroit River, uh, which was supposed to be hot, 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 but it was cool, cool, cool. 
He said the water temperature was a little low and the river was muddy, so things aren't moving that well. Pretty good. That's the Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine. Smelt season is open till April 30th in Chicago, but as expected, it's a great day to sit out on the cold, watch the city lights come on, and maybe catch only a couple of fish. <laughs> but it's still the fun of going smelt fishing. Let's not pass it up. But you have to be gone by 1 a.m. I like to pack up at midnight. That way I don't have any problems. They're catching coho and less lakers right now in Lake Michigan for the boaters. Wind and storms are going to limit the factor. Stay in the top 15 feet for all of your action. That's going to be an important thing. Captain Tony said they're getting cohos up out of Waukegan and uh, north of that to the state line for casters, shore anglers, and power liners. Hey, I like that, Tony. Good, good report there. Gentlemen with uh, rods and bobbers are just setting a, a night crawler, a chunk of spawn, or a big gobber, <laughs> a big gob of night crawler on a hook and catching some fish. Northwest Indiana cohort in five to fifteen feet of water along the shoreline, so boaters and shore anglers can do well weather permitting as always. Our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism are saying that one-eighth to 316 ounce pink and white jigs or blackhead jigs with various artificial uh, backs are catching some good fish off the 154 bridge and you can't go wrong anytime you see that. Bass, plastic baits, two to three foot of water. Try flipping in and around wooden structures. You'll see their thing activity there. Well, can you hear the flute playing? I do. So that must mean we're coming to the end of the show. I don't always like to leave you with a Native American proverb, as you all know. And this one comes from my friend Apen Sui Majoat. It says, Regard heaven as your father, earth as your mother, and all things as your brothers and sisters. That's a good one. Regard heaven as your father, earth as your mother, and all things as your brothers and sisters. How very true. That's very, very wise. Hey, please remember, sign up for the Braidwood uh, Constellation Fishing for a Cure Tournament. If you need an application information, send it to Chauncey's Outdoors. Chauncey's with an S, Outdoors with an S, and we'll get that information out to you so you too can be out there with us having the best time of our lives, helping kids that are in the hospital. Okay? Once again, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We really borrow it all from our children's children's children. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.